warm-up sets? Are they overrated, underrated? How many should you do? What exercises should you do them for? And what do you even do for a warm-up set? We're going to cover this and so many more questions in this jam-packed episode when it comes to warm-up sets for strength training. Let's go. Are you a gym baddie committed to leveling up in all areas through health and fitness? This podcast is for you. Hi, hello. My name is Danika. I'm an online coach, personal trainer, and your host of Fit Chit Chat. I help women just like you stop spinning your wheels with a no BS approach so you can reshape your body, feel your strongest yet, and create confidence that is authentic to you. Together, we'll delve into all the topics that matter, how to maximize your progress in the gym, make nutrition a no-brainer, and streamline the process to make achieving goals simple. You are guaranteed to leave feeling educated, entertained, and empowered to become your baddest damn self. Hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fit Chit Chat podcast. I have two things to say at the start of this episode. One is which I've just been very unwell this week. I actually end up having bronchitis and, you know, if you're going to get sick, go the full jam. Um, so if my voice is a bit raspy, a bit husky, or if the podcast cuts out because I have a coughing fit or something, you're going to know why. Um, I have a whole liter of water next to me to hopefully get me through this episode. Uh, so that's the first thing I need to mention is that I apologize for the quality of this episode because of my vocal cords. <clears throat> Secondarily is I have a very, um, what's the word? Unsettled puppy next to me in his crate, moving around, whinging because he's tired and probably can't sleep because I'm talking next to him. But if you hear some scratching, some moaning, some some whinging, some crying, whatever he's doing inside of that crate right now, I also apologize for those. But you know what? It's not about being perfect. It's about being consistent. It's about showing up even when things aren't you know, as optimal as you would like them to be and still getting things done. Isn't that such a relatable concept or I guess idea when it comes to even your health and fitness goals, like showing up, even though things aren't great, even though it's not hundred percent, like my podcast could probably sound a little bit better today. You can probably already hear him playing with some sort of toys got in there. Um, but we're still doing the thing. We're still doing things. So let's get into this warm up sets. So this is a bit of a funny one, but we're going to do it sharp to the point, jam-packed, really applicable stuff you can take away, really practical in this episode so that the next time you go into training, you're going to switch it up. You're going to have these warm-up sets. You're going to know what you're doing, why you're doing them, and you're going to do them really fucking well. Oh, one last thing I will mention quickly is that if you stick around to the end of this episode, I have some super exciting news that you don't want to miss, especially if you're a strength training girly, especially if you want to be a bad bitch that lists heavy, especially if you want to celebrate what your body can do and not be so hung up on like the scales and what it looks like, then I have something exciting at the episode. So make sure you stick around to the end to hear that. All right, let's jump into it. Should you be doing warm up sets? That's the first question. Some people are like, oh, does that apply to me? Does that only apply to like power lifters? Does that apply to like certain exercises? My rule of thumb for you is always going to be do warm up sets essentially for every exercise in your program. Reason being is it doesn't have to be anything crazy. All I want you to do is warm up that area. Exactly that. We're just warming it up. We're getting a little bit of like a blood flow to that muscle, getting some fluid in the joints, like just kind of moving that body part around. It can be something as simple as, you know, 
three or four reps at 50% of the weight that you would normally do for that exercise. For me, I'm literally thinking about an Instagram story I put up a couple of weeks ago where I was doing an overhead shoulder press machine and I sat down, I did like four reps and it was, yeah, half the weight I would normally do. So nice and light, just four reps to see how my shoulders feel. I put the weight down. I did like a neck roll. I like rolled my shoulders, my back cracked. I kind of laughed about it. And that was that. All I was doing in this moment was figuring out, does everything feel okay? Does anything feel tight? Does anything feel, you know, a little bit niggly? That's in that moment where you're going to be like, oh, that, that doesn't feel right. Like what's going on there? Maybe you've done too many hours overtime at your desk for work this week and you're just a little bit tight in your traps and things feel locked up. You're going to realize that. Maybe you go, need to go away and do like a couple of mobility things to get yourself a little bit more primed, a little bit more open. Maybe that is... Uh, holding, if you've seen people do these things called shoulder dislocates, it's not as graphic as it sounds, but you're holding like a wooden, essentially broomstick and you just roll it forwards and backwards over your head just to loosen up a little bit. Maybe that's something you need to do. These warm-up sets are essentially you doing the exercise immediately before you do your first working set. So your first challenging appropriate weighted set just to make sure things are going okay. Like I said, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It doesn't have to be anything specific or particular, but enough just to move that body part ahead of time so you can prime your body. That's really important. I'm going to say that as a blanket rule for all exercises, and we will get into a couple more examples shortly, but I want you to do that. Even if it's literally a couple of reps, 50% of the normal weight, just so you see how it feels, you know, a bit of a roll, a bit of a move, a bit of a that just to check what's going on. I think that's the most important thing. And I say this to all of my clients, like my PT clients, when they come in, the first thing I say to them at the start of the session is, is there anything I need to know? Anything hurts? Anything's broken? Anything's niggly? Like what's going on? Has anything popped up this week? They haven't already identified anything. Cool. You know, we get to our first exercise, whatever it might be, and we'll keep it nice and light and I'll get them to do, you know, however many reps just to make sure still everything feels cool. All right, great. Let's load it up. Let's go. Let's, let's have a good session. Let's train hard. That's the blanket rule for all exercises. Just move a little bit to identify if there's anything there that you haven't already figured out. Already figured out as well might be if you are somebody that has some like mobility or rehab stuff from a physio that you need to be doing prior to training. You know, maybe you've got an existing injury or something that you get worked on because it's a little bit more chronic, a little bit of a longer term annoyance or niggle or something that you've had. Maybe it's, like I said, from an existing injury or just something that you're keeping an eye on because it's not feeling too good. You might have those things at the start of your session that you do before you even get into like the strength theory before you touch a dumbbell or a machine, you might notice something there, but if you don't have that in place for whatever reason, um, or it hasn't popped up there and you get to that first exercise of your program, that's where you might pick it up as well. That's why this is really, really important. Let's get into a little bit more particular about the way you could do warm up sets for certain exercises. I did a reel recently on my Instagram about warming up for RDLs and it was like, you know, how to really step up your RDL game to get into those really heavy, challenging weights. If you are doing an exercise that is a lot of weight, that is heavy, right? I'm talking your leg presses, your RDLs, your squats, your deadlifts, um, even your bench press, like anything that we are doing that is a big, heavy compound movement, fuck yeah, you need to be doing some warm up sets. There is a process that happens in the body where without going into it, it's like you're essentially recruiting more muscle fibers as you go throughout the warm-up set. So maybe you do like 
20 to 30% in your first warm up set, and then 30 to 50% of your muscle fibers are kind of waking up in that second warm up set, and then 50 to 75% or something in that third warm up set uh, before you got like all of your muscle awake and ready to go. Can you imagine if you loaded up for, you know, your 80 kilo RDL and you hadn't done a single RDL yet? I can almost guarantee that would probably be one of the shittest sets you've ever done. You might have even noticed this now. It's like you do something, like you're on the leg press, you do your first set, and you're like, fuck, that did not feel good. That felt really heavy. But you leave the weight, and when you do your next set, you're like, all right, that felt much better. That felt much better. It moved a little bit better. Um, It didn't feel as heavy that time. That's really strange seeing as that was my second set. Why did it feel easier? Because your body probably wasn't ready for that amount of load yet. So this is where warm-up sets are really important because think of that first set that felt a bit rubbish. You probably could have done better and got more from it if you'd actually done an appropriate warm-up beforehand. So going back to that RDL reel that I said, it was literally me warming up for my 80 kilo RDLs and you know I'm no exception to this rule. Can you imagine if I jumped straight into my 80 kilo RDLs, I would probably feel like an old woman and nothing is ready to go. Like my hamstrings would be so tight. Like it just wouldn't be pretty. So I'm literally like 20 kilo bar. So no weights on it, just the bar. And I'll do like six reps. Okay. And then I'll add 20 on there. So now we're at 40 kilos and I'll do four reps. So less reps because the weight's getting heavier, right? We're not really trying to fatigue ourselves. This is not part of your actual working sets. This is not part of your program. This is warming up. Third warm-up set for me, I add another 20. So we're at 60 kilos now. And I'll only do like two or three reps because, you know, we're getting close to my working weight. Again, we don't want to be, you know, gassing ourselves before we've even started. And then I can get into my working sets. My working sets, the working sets that you do, are the prescribed sets in your training program. Anything you do before that, any warm-up sets you do before that, do not count. If you pick a weight that's really light and you do, you know, say you've got 12 reps programmed in your program and you do 12 reps of that light weight, that does not count as your first working set. Okay, that's a (laughs) warm-up. We're not counting that. When we look at the programs on our, uh, sorry, the, the sets and reps on our program, they are the challenging ones. They're the ones that change you. That's the working, the hard part of, of your program, right? This is the hard part of your training. This is not the warm up. So, warm ups are outside of what is prescribed in your program. So, you can see for me, it's like I've got 80 kilo RDLs. I'm doing the bar for 20 kilos, then I do 40 kilo bar, then a 60 kilo, and then I do my first working set. So think about for you, what heavy exercises have you got, big compound, higher-weighted exercises that you could be benefiting from, okay? Like I said, squats, deadlifts, RDLs, even hell, if you want to do them for Bulgarians just to kind of make sure everything's feeling okay in that, you know, single leg movement for leg press is really important. So bench press, really important, even overhead press, you know, given so many people have you know, limitations in their shoulders. Maybe they're a bit stiff. Maybe you just need to make sure you're feeling okay and feeling stable. An overhead press might be a great idea as well. Like I said at the start, blanket rule, do it for every fucking exercise. Even just do one set. You don't need to go to the extreme that I did with my RDLs where I'm like doing three warm-up sets. I do three warm-up sets because that's what works for me and what feels really good for me. And I want you to take that away from this. Your warm-up sets need to suit you and your body and what you're doing at this point in time and that exercise, etc. For me, my RDL was like, I am really pushing the boundaries on these. I'm trying to get them real heavy. I'm trying to progress them real hard. I want my body to be in the best position possible when it comes to that first working set. So I don't mind spending the extra 
you know, five or so minutes doing three warm-up sets if it means that my actual working sets for the RDLs are phenomenal. That's absolutely something I'm happy to do. Let's move into the next part. So I think that's really important, understanding that it's like for the heavier exercises like RDLs and things, we really want to have a couple of warm-up sets and how that looks. When I was talking about like picking specific weights and reps and stuff, you might be wondering like, well, how do I actually do them? How do I know how many I need to do? What do I need to do? What weight should I be picking, etc.? I want you to think about what I was saying when I said we're not trying to accrue fatigue. We're not trying to exhaust ourselves. If you're picking weights or doing too many reps and you're starting to feel a little bit gassed and like it's actually like a harder part of your session, then we've gone too much. I think the closer you get to your normal working weight, so like I said, 80 kilos for my RDL, the closer you get to that, we're looking at like one, two, three, maybe four reps maximum for warm up. Not a full set, right? We're not doing a lot. The lighter it is, the lighter it is away from your normal weight selection, you can probably do some more reps. Maybe you're getting a bit of a, a blood flow, a bit of a pump into that area. That's cool. Like, we're seeing, again, not trying to fatigue ourselves, pull up really early. It doesn't mean you're trying to do so many that you still come within two or three reps of failure. Like, we're not trying to aim for that. Again, think of the purpose. Come back to what am I trying to achieve here? What is the point of me doing the warm-up sets? The point is blood flow, movement, all that sort of stuff. Even like mentally tuning the world out and focusing on what it is you're trying to do. Even if it's for you bringing your focus into what you're about to do, into your training, those warm-up sets might be a psychological warm-up for you to actually kind of just get get in the groove, like start to feel really good and start to be focused on, okay, this is my program. This is the exercise I'm doing. I need to kind of like channel my focus into it. If it's a mental warm up for you as well, hell fucking yeah, that's definitely another reason you should be doing it. So we've covered essentially, you know, what to do for a warm up set. You know, I spoke about, it could just be one set with a couple of reps at a 50% weight with a bit of a neck roll and a shoulder roll, just to be like, yep, we're good. We're sweet. (laughs) Or it could be a little bit more structured, a little bit more serious and precise where we're doing, you know, like my RDL warm up, where we're going 20, 40, 60, but then lessening the reps as we get closer to the working weight. How many sets you should do again, dependent on the exercise itself. Like I just said, um, What was the other thing I said? Underrated or overrated? Absolutely underrated. I think so many more people could benefit from doing warm-up sets. Like I said earlier, you know, you might be shooting yourself in the foot. If your first working set for everything always feels like dog shit and then the second set feels really good, it's like, hey, you probably could have got more from it. You probably could have done better. You probably could have had three or four really good sets and not wasted one of them because you weren't warmed up properly. Okay. So definitely underrated warm up sets. It's so underrated in your training and what they can do for you. What exercises you should do them for? Uh, absolutely anything and everything. Maybe the only thing I wouldn't say is like a calf phrase, maybe like a really isolated exercise, a calf phrase, a bicep curl, a tricep extension, something like that. Um, but again, there's no reason you couldn't, especially, you know, if you go to do tricep extensions and you're someone that has a bit of a niggly elbow, maybe you do want to do a bit of a warm up just to make sure nothing funny is going on there. Um, and to be fair, I think that is it. Super sharp, super to the point, super sweet 
episode. Lots of practical things you can take away. Lots of really useful information. You know, there's not too much to it, to be honest, once you really understand how warm-up sets work and why they work so well and why you should be doing them. Hopefully you can take something from this and go and implement it straight away and notice a difference. And if you do, absolutely let me know. Like, send me a message on Instagram and tell me how helpful it was. Or if you're not sure 100% on how to do it, again, ask me and be like, hey, I tried this, but I'm not sure if that's right. Is this what you would do? I'm always open to helping you train better and get better results. So absolutely slide into my DMs and ask that. And without further ado, the last thing I want to mention is, drum roll, (laughs) the Ignite Training Party. So if you follow me on Instagram, you would have heard and seen me start to talk about this, the Ignite Training Party, the first ever training party that I am hosting, which I'm super fucking excited about. Think about private gym so no one else around i've got a female photographer catching photos of the day um, badass energy playlist super supportive environment of other women doing badass things and it's a party for a reason it's gonna be fucking fun okay this is not a competition it's not a grueling boot camp workout or something it is going to be a bunch of women getting together celebrating their strength, what their body can do, being bad bitches. You know, it's not about how much you weigh or what you look like on the day, but you're going to have some sick photos to take away of you being a bad bitch doing like some heavy deadlifts, right? If this sounds a little bit intimidating because you're like, shit, am I going to be able to do the workout? You know, I'm not great with meeting new people. All of these things are totally taken care of. You will get 12 weeks of one-to-one coaching with me in the lead up to the event so that your program is specifically getting you ready to be in the best position possible and train like an absolute baddie on the day. And you'll also have the exclusive group chat with all of the women who will be at the event so that you guys can all like meet and network and stuff before the day. So that when you get there, you're like, oh, I already know everyone. We're just actually meeting in real life. Like this is sick. (laughs) So if you want to know some more details, the cart to register will actually be open next Monday, the 20. I've had a mental blank. Ah, uh, 26, 26. That is right. Next Monday, the 26th of February, 2024, that's when cart opens. But if you are interested, shoot me a DM on Instagram with the letters ITP, Ignite Training Party, for some more info because numbers obviously will be capped. We've got a private gym space. I can only have so many women at this event. Um, And even if you live outside of Melbourne, that's fucking cool. Like I've already got women coming from regional Vic and interstate for this. So it's going to be epic. How often do you like treat yourself to a nice weekend away or do like some healthy girl things, you know, be a role model for the women around you. Uh, do something that you makes you proud of yourself as well. Like step outside your comfort zone, prove to yourself that you can do hard things and do, you know, a little bit scary things like this. Um, but it's going to be a, an amazing day. And if you are coming from, you know, out of state or regional Vic or whatever it is, I will have announcement. I will have other fun things booked for that weekend outside of the event. So you can make the most of it while you are here. But again, Cart opens next Monday. If you want some more details, head to my Instagram. There's an Instagram highlight, but also send me a message in the DMs and I'll give you all the details. Numbers are capped, so you're going to want to get your first foot in the door, put your hand up first so you can make sure that you secure one. All right, that is it from me. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and have an incredible week. I will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Fit Chit Chat. I have three things for you. One, Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single drop. Two, share this episode on your social media and tag me in it. And three, 
Follow me on Instagram and slide into my DMs. Let me know what resonated with you. Details in the show notes. And until next week, goodbye.